Hi, folks. Welcome to Season 5 of Shine Time Radio, a weekly unedited podcast exploring all things tarot and coaching with some wonderful chit-chats and life musings thrown in. I'm Jenny Robertson, the tarot reader, coach, and space holder behind Shine Time Coaching. I'm a Rainer Institute-trained coach, a heart-centered reader, and lifelong learner, your trail buddy and introverted cheerleader. This space is for the dreamers, triers, and magic makers looking for a more intuitive, gentle, and supportive way back to themselves. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Shine Time Coaching. Uh, Today, we're going to look at the coaching with the tarot for Aries season, which we've just entered into on the 21st of March. Um, This is a big season for so many people. There's a lot of energy happening at this time of year um, for various reasons. Um, So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, I have been away for a couple of weeks and I'm just getting back in the swing of things. So um, thank you for your patience and waiting for this one. Uh, We're only a couple of days into airy season. So this is a perfect time to kind of sit with what's coming up for folks and to see if this tarot for this time period um, suits those of us who can feel the energies coming up at this time of year. (laughs) Some of us will find, like every season, some of us are going to find like it much more comfortable and some of us are going to find it really uncomfortable depending and some of us might not even notice and that's totally fine. It all depends on your own personal um, astrology, birth chart, energy and where your things are. That is not my lane. I can highly recommend Shadi from Atash Healing. Um, I'll put her information in the show notes. Uh, that's the astrologer that I choose to work with. Um, but any astrologer, you know, that that knows their stuff will be worth having a look at um, to see what's going on for you personally. So I'm only speaking about the general energy that's coming that we might be noticing. Um, so again, depending on what our own personal charts of are, this will come up in different ways for everybody, right? Um, it's big energy. I think most of us can agree that there is a shifting feeling to this time of year anyways, right? We always think of like spring as being like this fresh start and this sort of, we feel maybe a bit more energized. Those of us in the Northern Hemisphere are noticing the changing of the light um, and there's a bit more light happening in the day that we we know the light, it's light earlier in the morning so it's easier to get up so maybe we're feeling a bit more energetic um that makes sense because we're feeling the sort of um cycles of nature uh it also makes sense when we know some of the astrology of the zodiac sort of happenings at this time of year and for me when i look at the associated tarot to this time of year so <laughs> um, it's a time of year like this. I always love this time of year because it, it does have that sort of energetic feeling. And if like me, you're someone who feels a lot of people feel like this time of year is more like a new year than January 1st. And there's a reason for that. This time of year, um, yes, because we're coming Uh, we can sort of see ourselves coming out of winter and into spring that always helps (laughs) there's also um a real pull as when we see the tarot towards looking at our structures of our lives the day-to-day stuff the routines the structures the habits um there's real big invitations and pulls to clearing things that aren't working for us anymore And in this year in particular, being 2023, when we have sort of that general um, chariot energy, 
um, this can be even more of a really supportive time for lots of us where we are being asked to look at what's working for us and what's not. Um, there's also, you know, in alignment, Aries is proactive, great at planning, energetic, fiery, um, says what needs to be said, makes things happen when, you know, from the when you don't really see how things can happen, but making things happen, maybe feeling like people can push themselves a little bit more than usual. Um, and there's a reason, yeah, definitely matches for me. It matches sort of the general um, connections between um, the astrology and the tarot. This makes me realize that I haven't maybe, I maybe could do a little explanation of how the connection, <laughs> tarot and astrology connect. This is a fairly new thing for me. Um, I've always appreciated astrology. Tarot is definitely my lane, but I have noticed more and more over the years that the general, um, when I'm working with the tarot of the season, which is my main thing, what I do, I realize how impactful that overall energy has been for me and how impactful it has been for other people talking about it and the messages I'll get from people or the conversations I'll have and I'll be like, oh, you too, okay. <laughs> so I feel like this is a really um, important thing to share from my own perspective, my own understanding of what's the energetic things that are happening at this time of year in relation to the tarot. Um, but like I said, learning about astrology is fairly new to me, so I will defer to other people's experts, but I think I will put up and I'll talk about a very basic un connection. It's probably important. I'm just thinking this right now. It's probably important to know the background of how tarot and astrology and the zodiac connect. And it has to do with, in basic things, to do with like the, um, like the elements has to do with the elements it has to do with like uh the qualities of the planets and um zodiac signs it has to do with um the mutable and um fixed and there's another one i'm always going to forget i'm going to look it up the cardinal signs and how they all connect so um there is a structure to this <laughs> i'm not just pulling cards out of thin air there is a structure that's there um and I'll say this again this the structure that's there may not suit you may not feel right for you it might be something that doesn't make sense to you so that's totally fine all I can say from my own personal perspective is that they're pretty spot on when it comes to the tarot of the seasons um and so this is the part I'm sharing so we're going to talk about three cards today just a reminder that this the bit I talk about here um is I go into much more detail in the membership area. So if that's something that you're wanting to, um, you know, dive, dive a bit deeper with, something that you're interested in is learning more about the way that I do tarot, this coaching with the tarot sort of um, structure and, and understanding. Um, my I come from the lens of not only personal experiences, but um, in my experience reading for others for five years now and myself for much longer. Um, my understanding of tarot, my understanding of, you know, my experience, but also from the way that I've done, learned about um, personal coaching and coaching other people and how um, I've connected the coaching with the tarot. So that membership area is all about that. 
style of tarot. It's a very specific style, very invitational, very gentle, um, very inquisitive and compassionate uh, is the style that I like to go for. Um, and if it's something you'd like to learn for yourself, whether you're new to tarot, there's lots of new um, information for new readers there. Um, and also for those of you who've been reading for a little while, there's a, lots of ways of, of viewing tarot and the perspective, changed perspective about tarot through the lens of coaching with the tarot. So this is something you may be interested in. There is, I do have a membership area for those of you who'd like to do it. It's £10 a month and it's come as you, you know, come and go as you please. Um, but there's enough there and I'll be adding to it. I'll add to it every month so it'll grow with us. Um, and hopefully you'll find something of value there. It like, I'd like to think of it as a resource that someone would use for, I like to say, I'd like you to be here for a long time and a good time. <laughs> so for those of you who um, feel like you need something maybe just a wee bit different in terms of tarot to just sort of deepen your understanding of it for yourself and do some self-exploration, um, yeah, membership's a great place for that. So in the membership, there is a Zodiac and the Tarot um, section and I'll go into way more detail than I'm going to talk about on here and then I talk about social media because I like to save just a little bit more of the detail for the folks who are in the membership area. So um, I'm going to just give the basics and the overall arching sort of feels that you might be feeling at this time and then if that's something you want to explore more for yourself then you're more than welcome to come and go as you please over at the over at the membership area. So um, we've got I've got notes here because can't remember everything off the top of my head, <laughs> what I'm going to talk about. So th the three cards, there's lots of cards that you could associate with Aries season. Like, yeah, lots. <laughs> um, especially around fiery energies. Um, and, you know, especially around things like, um, I don't know, the one that comes up for me a lot is like the devil. Devil card can, for me... I know it's not associated with Aries, but there's an energy around it, right? But also, if you're looking at the fire, you know, if you're looking at the wands, the wand suit could have elements, especially if you're looking at the, like, sort of two, two, three, four, I think is the cardinal numbers. You know, that's, that's really important. But we are going to speak about the Queen of Wands today as being quite associated with Aries season. Um, and this that for me has come from Lindsay Mack. Um, she is associated the Queen of Wands with Aries season and I actually really love it because it feels like the support that we need for the other two main cards that come up. So in general, the first card that comes up for Aries season is the Emperor. And the Emperor, um, as we can see, sits on the their throne and there's a comfort there around sitting in that throne. This person, this energy is very comfortable taking up space. Uh, just a reminder, anytime I talk about the emperor, I just don't think you can talk about the emperor without talking about the empress, just like I don't think you can talk about kings without talking about the queens. So like empress and the queens, it's the internal work that needs that is required in order to embody the energy of that um, um, suit, if you're in the suits, or for the emperor to embody the energy of the emperor, you can't do it without the work that goes behind it, which is the empress work. Um, I always like to think of emperor and empress as being the empress being like the roots of a tree, really the foundation going down, um, big stability, nourishing 
energy down so that the tree, the emperor, can expand upwards and outwards in a really stable, um, nourished, uh, confident way. So there's, there's, if we're talking about unaligned emperor, we know some of the energies that we've maybe seen in um, old-fashioned sort of terms with the emperor, you know, authoritative, um, leader, well, emperor, absolutely energy could be leadership energy, but really aligned leadership. So anything to do with this card aligned wise is about being an embodied, embodied in how they take up their space. So for us, it's really great for things like stretching into our own lives, making sure that we're taking up the space in our own lives, making sure that we are understanding that we can expand up and out and do the work to expand and it doesn't take away from anyone else's expansion it doesn't take away from anyone else's um their own growth because i think so many of us keep ourselves small and allows a lot of the chatter that we either grew up with or the society has told us to keep us quite small to maybe not go for things or try for things or even consider ourselves in our own lives because we're told that you know, we don't want to be show-offs, we don't want to be this, we don't want to be that, as if it's taking away from someone else. And this energy very much reminds us that you can't. You you stepping up into and expanding into your own life cannot take away from anybody else's. And actually, the, the leadership aspect of this card for me is very much by example. If you are filling up your life with yourself and considering yourself in your own life, fully and expanding from that place then all it is is setting an example that others and some people by example it's permission giving right that other people can also expand out so there's a lovely big energy of this um so the emperor is ruled by aries it's a fire sign we know who aries is the other one associated with this is the tower the tower in general is ruled by mars and Mars rules Aries. So, oof, right? So how, you're already thinking, and in order, the structure, right? The structure is maybe the throne. The structure is what we are expanding into our spaces. How are we, what space needs to be made and cleared, a clearing action? What needs to happen? What needs to be cleared in our lives or shifted or moved out of the way so that we can assess that foundation so that we can expand out in alignment? right? No big deal. <laughs> and then we've also got the Queen of Wands, which Lindsay Mack has associated, I've learned through Lindsay Mack, um, is associated with Aries as well. Um, and that's, yeah, Queen of Wands is our sort of witchy magic maker in the deck because they are associated with fire and water. And you cannot have fire, you cannot work with fire and water without a little bit of alchemy happening, without a, bit, a little bit of magic, because naturally the two cancel or either cancel each other out um, um, or fight against each other or are very like, you know, contrasting. So there's something in this, again, another throne, right? There's something in this energy that's so... You also see the cat. <laughs> I love that. It's a black cat usually in the other decks. Um, so very associated with the witch. Witch energy. Um, making magic happen. happen. Um, holding two opposite energies in a space and making something from them. 
that takes real alchemy, doesn't it, to be able to do that. So these sort of, oh, I've lost my notes. I'll just have to wing it. <laughs> these energies are really, really important to consider at this time of year. What I'm seeing from a lot of people are things like, right now, people are going to feel like, or you may feel the need to assess your the structures in your life, how you've set yourself up to go about your day-to-day -day business. Because we all know the little things add up to be the big things. How we spend our day, the structures that we use to hold us and contain us in our days and how we move through and either set us up for success or not are so important and sometimes we don't give them enough consideration enough thought and enough really looking at them because we get in the habit of them so even a structure that we think is really helpful has been good for us in the past or that we've been told we should be doing because we don't like the word should here um if there's a, a should in your life around a structure, some kind of routine habit, something that you're doing in the day that just all of a sudden you give it some consideration and realize it's not actually contributing to how you want to feel or the things, the way you want to live your life. Sometimes the tower is like a self. <laughs> I'll clear this away for myself. The way the tower often shows up for people, it can feel sometimes like something is being cleared for you. And it can feel devastating. It can feel really discombobulating. It can feel really horrible and yucky. But actually what it is, it's like, it's that sort of feeling of like, this needs to go and it's time. And it's it, maybe we've been hanging on to this thing for too long. Um, when it comes up in the general of, an, of a season, I like to think that maybe we're being pointed to these things that maybe aren't working for us. If we're feeling constricted in some way this month, like something is rubbing us the wrong way, we're short-tempered, we're irritable, that can often be a sign that there's something not working for us, right? There's a structure that even if it's worked for us for 20 years, there's maybe a structure in place that is no longer working for us and no longer supportive for us. And what can we, what do we need to do to clear that away? Or do we need to shift so this is where the chariot comes in, right? Because we're pulling all our stuff out of our backpack. If you don't, I use the backpack analogy for chariot. If you've not heard that, you can go have a look at um, a past uh, podcast or there's a blog post about the chariot. But we, it's our bag of beliefs and uh, ideas about ourselves, belief systems, the ways of being, uh, all the way things we've been told, taught, what we're figuring out for ourselves. If we don't stop and take the things out of our backpack and have a look at them, yes, no, <laughs> maybe, and pivot around them, then um, that backpack gets really, really heavy. So this is a beautiful, perfect opportunity in this year, especially this chariot year, to pause and have a look at our structures around what's working for us and not working for us. Looking at our foundational structures, this is foundation work. So we're looking at the foundation of our thrones, what we're sitting on, what we're building our life on, what we're building up and out of in terms of emperor energy. And we're looking at the structures there. So what's working and what's not working for us anymore. The queen of wands, what I would like to say in this energy as well, is you don't have to replace one structure with another. And in fact, I highly recommend you don't. Sometimes we need to clear out a structure, a routine, a habit, a way of doing something and a look at it and either pivot, assess it, and maybe tweak it, change it, 
or get rid of it altogether. And we can actually just leave that space open because in my experience, <laughs> if we're, when we know something isn't right for us anymore, we sometimes hang on to it until we find out what the right thing is to replace. And I would suggest that if we clear something we know isn't right for us, not only is that extremely self-trusting work, it's also like signifying to ourselves, yeah, I trust you to know that this isn't working for me. I can get rid of it. And I trust myself and whatever way I'm connected to leave space for something higher and better for me right? Something more favorite, something more important, something more meaningful. And we don't have to, like hanging on to something that's not working for us anymore. It, it can feel, it can be really a horrible feeling. It could be something that gets in the way of something better. And this is where the Queen of Wands comes in, right? I know this isn't for me. And also, I'm going to leave space for something different. I'm going to leave space for a little alchemy, a little magic, a little something to come up instead. We might not even know what this new thing is. We might not be aware of it. It might not be a thing that we are even is even on our radar. And I think oftentimes we wait to have something to replace an old thing with. What if we got rid of the old thing that no longer serves us and leave the space for something unknown? Tricky, right? <laughs> but these three energies are just, so I know we're feeling, so many of us, we feel pulled to like, you know, do more and be more active and do more stuff and work on our habits and do this and that and that. Yes, beautiful, wonderful. If you can tweak habits that you're already doing to be more in line with who you are and where you want to go, great. If you can um, choose a habit that you've been aware of for a long time now that you know would suit you really well, this is a great time to engage with that. If, however, you've got something in mind that you know is irritating you, it feels confining and conflicting and it's not working for you anymore. What about considering just easing away from that, clearing it away and then leaving space? Can you do that? <laughs> and what supports might you need to be able to do that? Because that's tricky. That is really, really tricky. So just my thoughts on that one. <laughs> so wonderful energies to work with. Again, um, the Emperor, wonderful, very supportive in terms of looking at things to do with self-belief, um, knowing our own self-worth, um, taking up our spaces, not shying away from things that we want to do, it's giving us, it gives us a little support energy around doing things that maybe scare us a wee bit, but in a good way. Um, and that is supported by the tower. That is supported because we're able to move up and out right, from a cleared space, the clearing of the tower, the clearing away of something that's not working for us, and then the assessment of our foundation, that's Empress work, foundational assessment is a good, solid, ready to go, allows this to happen, okay, and then we're going to leave space, we're going to leave a little space in our clearing to see what magic wants to come up for us, to see what we can create from a space that is just contracting, right, there's real magic in there, for us. There's real opportunity and I highly recommend you give that space if you can. So thank you for joining me for um, Coaching the Tarot for Aries season. I hope you found this supportive and useful. Uh, as I mentioned, the membership area is up and running and it's ready for you. And if you want a lot more detail around this sort of stuff, then that's the place to get it. And yeah, 
Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work I do over on the website, which is shinetimecoaching.com, as well as over on Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast today, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a weed review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and even more of what you need. Until next month, take care, lovelies.